0: From the picturesque plains of Lothal to the towering forests of Endor, you are listening to Star Scavengers, a LEGO Star Wars podcast with a focus on the FreeMaker adventures. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Goins, and my co-host has run off to San Diego Comic Con, but I am not doing this alone. We do have a guest on the show to help me out tonight, and it is someone I have podcasted with a lot, so I think this will work out. I'm here with Teresa Delgado. How are you doing today, Teresa?
1: Good. I'm glad to be
0: on the Lego show. The Lego Star Wars the show. The Lego show. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you on. And, um, you know, right after we started the show, one of the first things we talked about was having Teresa Delgado come on because we know you're such a huge Lego fan and you have um, a pretty good collection of Star Wars Lego uh, sets. So we definitely wanted to have you on. And we had the opportunity tonight because Jonah Marie wasn't here and we needed someone to fill in for her. So thanks for coming on.
1: Well, I appreciate it. I mean, it is a quintessential part of my fandom, actually.
0: <laughs> yes. But we have a lot to talk about in this episode. We're actually going to do a set review with you. Uh, we're going to do a minifig focus, and we're going to talk about The Force Awakens uh, Lego Star Wars video game.
1: So, yep.
0: And you're the perfect person to come on because I know you, you love all those things. So... Uh, before we get into that stuff, I did want to kind of do a little bit of an interview and talk to you about your personal fandom um, as as it comes to LEGO Star Wars. So um, with the sets and, and things like that, when did you start collecting uh, LEGO Star Wars?
1: I don't know if it's really collecting, but more of when I started building would really be the thing. Uh, I think I've always had Lego stuff um, back from the Duplo days and the days of the little red dog. And I had a little red dog Lego bag. It was like a zipper zipper bag, and you could put your Duplo blocks in it. And I used to run around with that thing all the time. So I've been doing Lego for a really long time. But my very first Lego set was in the 90s, probably – Man, I wish I could find the the set number. I probably could if I went to, like, the brick set or something like that. But it was the original droid escape. They've redone it since. It came out maybe a year or so ago when they redid it. And um, it has R2 and 3PO and the escape pod from the Tantive four. And it's basically about it. But it, it was a cool little set. And then one of the next Star Wars sets that I remember was Yoda's hut, one of the original Yoda's hut sets. Yes, and I had
0: that set as well. That was one of my first sets.
1: Yeah, and you got like the little food
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like the little stove and a, it was really cool. But that was one of my first sets too. Uh, Both of those are actually with my mom. I actually don't even have those with me at home, which is sort of weird. But it's because my nephews started playing with them and everything and I just sort of left them over there. Uh, My first big Star Wars set was the original X-Wing set, uh, Luke's X-Wing actually. And so that one that one has been very carefully taken care of. Like it's also with my mom, but it sits on the top of a shelf and it's never been taken apart since I made it. Um, but it does one, get played with.
0: Is that the one on Dagobah?
1: Mm, I mean, I'd have to look like if I look like I'm pulling up, um,
0: I think the, the early on X-Wing that they did, I believe was the one on da- Dagobah, but, um, does it, I'm only was it asking... supposed
1: to have? Was it supposed to have like Dagoba like grossness on it?
0: Yeah, there's some vines hanging off of it. Oh
1: no, not that one.
0: Okay, okay, it's that's the one that I had. One. So that's why I was asking. I did that was one of my first sets um, as well. One.
1: Oh, I see. You're talking about set forty-five, set forty-five hundred two, which was the X-wing fighter that has the Dagoba like like Yoda's hut as well. Yep. In like the yeah no no not that. Um... Mine would have been if I find it as we're talking, I will I'll let you know the set number. But I also my I would say that like that X Wing was first my first bigger set, but there's been a much bigger set since then that is probably my favorite. Um mine would have been set sixty two twelve, which is the X Wing fighter. Um and is it sixty two twelve? I'm gonna keep looking, but sixty two twelve is a potential.
0: There's for a it. so look at seventy one forty
1: 7142. Because that
0: came out in two thousand two, which would have been right after the Droid Escape, which came out in two thousand one.
1: Okay, so seventy one oh six is my Droid Escape set. Seventy one oh six. Right. Um. So you said set what?
0: Seventy one forty two.
1: Okay, I'm getting there look at all these cool ones i missed
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of cool and the, the cool thing about this stuff is and there is a great website that you know kind of documents all this called brick set which we use a lot for our reference but it's cool to see how many sets are out there and how far the sets have come even looking at this old x-wing and comparing it to you know the new the poe dameron x-wing that came out in the resistance fighter x-wing um mm-hmm. you know how much they've they've really progressed, you know, how they, th- these builds are and, you know, how much better they look. Um, but some of these sets would be fun to kind of go back and try to, to recreate, either find the instructions for them or actually find the sets. But I know that, you know, to find them now, is, it's pretty hard and pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, um, 7142 is not it. However, I did have set 7139, or I do have that still, which is the Ewok attack um oh, yes. i have that i have that
0: which includes wicket
1: it does it does that's the funny thing i <laughs> but, thought i didn't have that minifigure but i do <laughs>
0: but you do so we will be but talking about him in a little bit um, yeah we will well it's fair to say you have a lot of lego sets right star wars lego sets oh yeah, yeah um, for sure what is your kind of ultimate favorite one
1: favorite lego set so or, I,
0: I'll ask you two things. What is your favorite Star Wars Lego set, um, like, as far as the way it looks? Not necessarily the build, but just once the finished product is there and it just looks awesome, which one is your favorite that you've done?
1: That's my Slave 1. Your Slave 1, okay. My Slave 1. Like, that one was – and it wasn't just the way it looked. It was the whole build. Everything about that Slave 1 was just – amazing like i can't even i can't even begin to explain just like how awesome that one was and even still to this day like i love that one and it's probably has something to do with my boba fett obsession <laughs> that i have and collecting everything boba fett but it's an so, amazing
0: set so is is there isn't there kind of like a high-end slave one and then the regular slave one which one are you talking about
1: so, there's a Slave 1 that came out recently. Uh, it is not that one. It's the version that came out before that. Okay. And so, but, I mean, this one looks a lot like it. There's only a few things that are different, but, I mean, if you're talking high-end as far as, like, cost, it was definitely it was definitely up there.
0: Yeah, they have the ones, like, um, I know they've done an, an X-Wing, they've done a TIE Fighter, and I think they did the Slave 1 where they actually come with like a little placard and like a little stand that holds it up and it's kind of a, a, you know, a higher end set that's usually a little bit more expensive.
1: Yeah. No, mine was one of the, I mean, they've done the slave one multiple times, but mine is sort of the slave one that came out before that.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, um, so would you have the same answer as far as like your favorite build as well was the slave one?
1: Mm, No, probably my favorite build would be set 8038, which is the Battle of Endor. Um, That one came out probably...
0: Which also comes with Wicket. It does also come with Wicket. (laughs) And
1: Chief Churpa and Paplu. And that one was super fun to build the ATSD was really fun to build the whole thing was because you get up to speeder bikes and you have a little cannon thing and you throw it and like yeah it's it's neat yeah that one that one was probably my favorite one to build until recently um but sort of like all time probably that one. Oh, here's my slave one set 8097 because I have Bosque. So, this was in July or in 2010. So, that would be that's my slave one. Okay. It's set yeah, 8097.
0: It. Comes, um, comes with Han Solo. You even get Han Solo and Carbonite. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, and it that's, has a little I'm area guessing... for
1: you to put it in. And then, probably one of my more challenging sets was set 8129, which is an at at that's motorized. Um, and it actually moves by itself and walks and um, that may not be set 8129 but I have a motorized ad at uh, I don't know exactly which one <laughs> that is but it's neat nice because it walks by itself but when you asked me that question about my favorite Lego set I had to specify Star Wars or not because I don't just do Star Wars Lego I right. do a bunch of other ones, and so I have a favorite Lego set that is not Star Wars, but it's, it's my favorite to this day, and there's nothing that's been able to replace it yet, so that's what I was asking.
0: <laughs> well, we won't get too much into it, but what set is it?
1: It is the Night Bus from Harry Potter.
0: Ah, cool, cool.
1: One, and my favorite build, favorite looking set is the Night Bus. It was, it's so awesome. It's an amazing, and I'm so bummed that they don't do Harry Potter sets anymore. Like, it makes me cry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of the sad thing about Lego, Um, you know, for people that, if you want to, like for me, I've never, I hadn't heard of that set until now. But if I wanted to actually build that set, it would be really hard for me to get my hands on it without forking out a lot of cash
1: yeah I'm um, actually curious like how much once they the go, would be now
0: once they go off kind of the main shelves um, and hit eBay and Amazon and you know those type of sites, that's when the prices really go up so
1: do you have do you have a set that you can think of that you never got that you wanted to get and now like it would cost you like your life to get it
0: um nothing really stands out to me. Uh, There are a ton of Star Wars sets that I didn't get, you know, that, you know, I kind of wish I got, but there's not really anything that stands out to me that I'm kicking myself for. Um, You know, I'm kind of more new to the the Lego collecting. I I had collected some, you know, kind of like you said, in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, and I kind of dropped off for a while but you know within the past couple of years with the re-release or the release of the force awakens and kind of getting me excited about these things again you know I, i've started picking up my collecting again so i'm pretty happy with the sets that have been coming out
1: cool well just to, just for reference in case you wanted to build Lego harry potter night bus set which is set 4866 <laughs> if you want it brand new and sealed and not open it's going to cost you about 150 dollars but there are some on eBay that are complete, but they've been opened and built before, and they're about forty or fifty dollars. Well,
0: oh, that's not too bad.
1: No, it's not too bad at all. Yeah, actually, so.
0: I've thought about looking because you know my childhood, I I played with Lego a lot, and I really liked kind of, you know the pirate sets and the castle sets and that stuff. And they don't really have that stuff anymore. I know they do. They did some pirate stuff recently, but. Um, I would love to get some of those classic sets, you know, a set from my childhood and and find it and rebuild it even if it was used. So that's that's going to be kind of my search uh, to try to find a maybe a Robin Hood set or a castle set that that I remember from when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, Greg used to build the castle sets, I believe, and pirates, I think. Yeah, he did all of that stuff too. Yeah. Um I didn't I didn't do as much of that. But, you know, when it comes to Lego, I'll build pretty much anything. Um, and um, I have the, some of the Disney princess sets as
0: well. The big Disney um, castle is coming out. I, the
1: big Disney. Yes, it I is. Have,
0: I know we both really want that one. I'm building the TARDIS right now because I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Um, you know, I, I've gotten some Marvel sets, you know, things like that. So I know we are both kind of all over the map when it comes to Lego um and i think we could probably talk about this stuff all night long but um <laughs> we could, but
1: people are like hello <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: they're like isn't this a star wars lego podcast but um yeah so we did want to do a set review um you know we we haven't really done a set. we've talked about different sets that we're building on the show before but we've never kind of done a, a more in, in detail review and um so we picked a set that would be easy and we actually both built it at the same time today Mm-hmm. You know, once we communicated, like, hey, let's do this set set review, and I had the Ghost, the, the Ghost Microfighter set that I didn't open yet, and um, you had it as well, and so we were like, all right, let's just build it. And so we actually, pretty much at the same time, uh, started building this set.
1: It took us about 15 minutes, I think.
0: Yep, 15 minutes. I will admit, though, because I have admitted before on the show that I like to kind of savor my builds and take my time, but... Knowing that you were building it at the same time as me and knowing that you build it fast, I purposely tried to build it fast this time just to see if I could keep up with you. (laughs) I think you did finish before me. If we're going by tweets, uh, you definitely tweeted that you were finished before I did. Um, But uh, I was just like a minute behind you.
1: Well, and I also had to tweet out to Vanessa Marshall that I have her sitting on my table because we did the Lego, the minifig, the ghost. And uh, I have my Hera... Mini fig. I now have two Hara's, so that's cool. Because I have the full size ghost as well,
0: and that's, which you, is you done. You built that one, right?
1: I did. I built that one. That is definitely
0: on my wish list. I think that's like an eighty dollar set. I built
1: like that. that in. I think I did. I did it in two nights. Okay. Um, maybe a total of about six hours.
0: Yeah, that's um, a that's a good one. I can't wait to get that one. I, I want to get it eventually. Um, but it's you know if you can't get the full size set with Hera... Might as well get the $10 Microfighter, right? It's a good start.
1: Right. It's a good start. And it's and it's very close. It's accurate. Um, what did you do with your extra green little bullets?
0: <laughs> so I have actually most of the time, um, and this might sound kind of odd, but I actually build a lot of Lego at work. Um, luckily, I work with people that are into Lego, and people that are above me, the people I report to, are into Lego. So there are times where you'll just see somebody building Lego at their desk, Um, so I have a little cup on my desk or like a little, it's actually, uh, from Skywalker ranch. So it's a Skywalker ranch mug, um, that I drop all my extra pieces into.
1: That's what you did with them.
0: Yep. I know some people like keep them in baggies and like label them so they know what set they go to, but all my extra pieces just go into one place
1: mine are on the ghost i put the little green ones on the little back panels and then i put one over the little tail fire stuff
0: see for me that would drive me nuts knowing that the build wasn't accurate
1: oh i think so it, it makes it look cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah so yeah i just dump them you know i have this whole cup full of all these extra pieces from all my sets um just in case i ever need you know i guess they're there just in case you lose one right
1: I usually put them in a Ziploc bag, but
0: yeah, I've heard of people doing that. Um, this
1: time, I just put them on it.
0: I think the, my main drive to get this set was to get the Hera minifig. I, I love the minifigs. I know a lot of people collect minifigs. And, you know, I know we've both done like the blind bag minifigs for you know mm-hmm. the current Disney set they have out now and previous sets. But um, I really enjoy kind of trying to get my favorite characters. You know, I got the the Phantom, so I could get Ezra and, and Chopper. You know, and, I had that. And I knew the only way I was going to get Hera is I'd have to buy the full Ghost set, which was very expensive, and I wasn't ready to drop that kind of money on it. So when they released this Microfighter set, which just came out this year, I think in March, um, I was pretty happy to see I had a cheaper option that I could get Hera. And she looks she looks really awesome. Mhm,
1: She does. Well, she's the same as the Hera that's in the other Ghost. It's the same.
0: Exactly the same? Okay, yeah. I yeah, know sometimes like they'll that. do little little changes. um, I don't know if you knew this, but there was actually a version of this of this microfighter that came with Kanan.
1: i think I had heard that um didn't care about that it's not his ship, so
0: no it's it's not he's 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 on the crew, but it's definitely not his ship he's not the pilot at all um no. but I think it was just an exclusive at at a at a comic con that you could get the the version with Kanan instead of Hera but um that is a minifig I don't have. Uh I don't have a Canaan yet, so I'll have to I'll have to get a set with him in it.
1: I have a Canaan, <laughs>
0: I'm sure you do <laughs> yeah, well, if you have the ghost right, he comes with that
1: <laughs> yeah but um canaan, and I think it's funny because you and uh Jonah do not have a Canaan.
0: We don't yet you know you're ahead no? of you're ahead of the game on us on that one.
1: I have sabine Ezra Canaan chopper, Hera Zeb, I think I have everybody.
0: I keep scolding. Jonah Marie about the fact that she doesn't have Canaan because she really should have the Wookiee gunship.
1: Yeah, considering like she's is, the Wookiee gunner. The name of her right. her website.
0: So yeah, but they do have the Wookie gunship that comes in the uh, the microfighter now as well. That just comes with a Wookiee minifig. But um, yeah, but so, that's not as cool. Yeah, this was a fun build. It was pretty. As you get, you know, it was pretty quick. You know, if you wanted to, if you want to, you know, burn through it in fifteen minutes, you can. I'm sure if you kind of went at more of a leisurely pace it would maybe take you know 20 to 30 minutes but um a pretty simple set to build but it does look really awesome like the way that they detailed kind of the the wings and how they attach on you can kind of tilt them um you know it really does look like the ghost
1: well you know the thing about this build is that i think it's neat because the wings of the ghost even though they shouldn't move they do So you can move them up into, like, an attack position if you wanted. If you
0: want to, right.
1: And then it looks funny. Like, it doesn't look like the ghost anymore. It looks like a little fat (laughs) X-Wing. And then the little center parts, which would be, like, the hatches, I guess, they spin, which Mm -hmm. is kind of fun. So Um, that's a cool little
0: cockpit. It looks like what would would be the cockpit, that, that clear piece on the end.
1: Right, which is so funny because it's like nobody would fit in there.
0: No, and then Hera just sits like right in the middle, uh, nowhere near the cockpit. Yeah. But the the cool thing about these microfighter sets, typically they don't come with, you know, one of the major minifigs, um, yeah. with some exceptions. The Millennium Falcon did come with Han Solo, and now we have uh, the Ghost that comes with Hera. But a lot of times it'll just come with, you know, random pilot or whatever. So it is it is, to me, it's a much more valuable set. Uh, Because it comes with a character um, that's actually known and is, you know, one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I would agree that it really it's it's neat because of that reason. Uh, I always look at the micro fighters and I'm like, maybe I want that one or that one. But it's it's always like, well, it's not that cool. Yeah. But you know what's actually really cool, and they're small sets and they're super affordable, is usually at like the checkout at Target or at Toys R Us and stuff, they have the little just solo bag sets. And there's a Poe's X-Wing that you can get, and it's only like $6.99. Wow. Yeah, and it's just a little set, kind of like a Microfighter, but I have it on my desk at work, my little Poe X-Wing. But it's just a little small one, nothing fancy.
0: So... Overall, you know, thumbs up on this one?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the build was super easy. Um, The pieces aren't too intricate. There's a couple of pieces in this one that were a little bit different. Um, I'm trying to think which ones they were. Um, The little black sort of L-shaped ones or like Z-shaped ones. I always flip those around and put them on the wrong way at first. (laughs) And then there was the... The piece that's holding the like little blaster gun was kind of weird. I was trying to figure out which direction it went.
0: <laughs> I had the uh, the only issue I had with it is when you, you connect kind of what was the engine and you put that long piece through oh, it. Oh, yeah. And then I went to connect that onto the little claws. And when I did, um, it just all popped apart. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I, I popped the wing off and it all kind of went everywhere. So, that might be why you finished uh, ahead of me because I was picking up pieces off the floor that went spraying everywhere. So, but um, yeah, that was the only thing that I had. They did a good
1: the, job with the coloring, too, to make oh, it yeah. actually look like the ghost, like putting the little green panels on and like the yellow accents and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, those pieces so, really stood awesome. out because they weren't kind of like what you would expect standard Lego colors. You know, you could tell that they had been customized to fit the coloring of the ghost, which I, I really liked yeah so cool yeah thumbs up for for me too on this set affordable you get a cool minifig and it you know it's a an iconic ship if you're if you're a fan of of the star wars rebels
1: yeah, and the best way, honestly, to go about getting this is to go to lego.com, create a Lego VIP membership, and just start racking up your points and just buy it through there if you can't find it in the store because it can be hard to find in the store. A lot of Lego stores actually do have them now, but like for a while they didn't, and you had to get it, you know, be lucky and find it at Target or something. But you can always get it online. Um, and if you go into the Lego store and you tell them that, and they don't have something, they'll give you a card for free shipping. So just ask them and they'll give you a little card with a code for free shipping.
0: Well, there you go. All right. So we also wanted to do um, a minifig focus and I thought it would be fun to kind of pick out a character that is one of your favorites. And I know you have, you know, you have a few favorites really. Um, you know, I could have done Darth Maul. Um, but mm. I, I, <laughs> I think he's probably in a lot of sets that might've taken a little while, but I did go with Wicket. I know you're a big fan of the Ewoks and Wicket specifically, so I thought that might be fun to kind of look at, you know, what sets the minifig for Wicket is in. So if anybody's trying to find that character, you know, what sets can they find him in? And I I did come across some interesting information um, about the Wicket minifig. Oh, yeah? But as we were talking about this and kind of in our, you know, interview with you earlier on in the show – you kind of already revealed to us, you actually have two of these three sets. I do. So he comes in Ewok Attack, he comes in the Battle of Endor, and he also comes in the Ewok Village. Um, and you have, you said you have Ewok Attack and the Battle of Endor? Mm-hmm. So Battle of Endor looks awesome. I actually don't have that set myself, but just looking at the the images of it and the fact that there's a walker, there's speeder bikes. I did have a set when I was younger of um, speeder bikes but I didn't have this full Battle of Endor set. So that one, that does look like a really cool set.
1: The Battle of Endor is really nice, and the back part of the, I don't know what you'd call that, like bunker or whatever, that it opens up, and so you can mess with, like, the rooms on the inside. Um, You get the little round gray bricks to throw at the walker via catapult. You get Wicket, who is um, the one that you hook up to, the flying apparatus, only I did not hook up Wicket to it. I hooked up the little gray one because, to me, that was inaccurate. Wicket does not fly in the thing. <laughs> uh, so I changed it. Um, and Wicket actually does have the – there's a clear There's clear bricks that have, make a little stand that you can actually put the hang glider Ewok on so that he's always up in the air. Uh,
0: okay. That's cool. Um.
1: So that's really cool. The original Ewok attack, the only issue I really had with that one was the fact that like the Ewoks were just super poorly done minifigures.
0: That's what <laughs> I was going to say. there was no say. color there. So digital, yeah. it was like, blah. They look like little chocolate candies. <laughs> one looks like chocolate. The other one looks like white chocolate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah so when I saw the image of this, and I do remember this set, this came out in 2002 um, and I do remember this set and I may have had it cause I do remember having a scout, you know, with the, the speeder bike and all, but um, yeah, the, the, they look, they look like the worst minifigs I've <laughs> yeah, ever they're seen. It's <laughs> just solid color. Um, you know, it, it was, they decided not to do any kind of paint at all on them. Um, so yeah, that, that really stood out to me as I was going through this.
1: Yeah, then well you know the other thing is is they have the wicked keychain also, which I do have or had at one point in time. It was on my keys for a long time, but it got really beat up. Um so I had that I've gotten pretty much everything I can when it comes to Ewoks, except for one outstanding set. Yes. And if I don't get it soon, it's
0: going to leave me. This is the set and we've talked about it on the show before. This is the top of my wish list. Yeah. The Ewok Village.
1: It's, you know what? I really should be buying this before I buy the castle, but I'm not.
0: <laughs> you're not. You're not going to buy it before the, the big uh, Cinderella no, castle.
1: No, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask my amazing husband if he's listening for this yeah, for right. for our Halloween Christmas present.
0: <laughs> just remember this timestamp. You know, for when you, you know, just fast forward to this part of the podcast and be like, "Hey, I really want you to listen to this show." And yeah, so can, listen can to hear it you. At right now. <laughs> but so Wicket does come in the Ewok Village as well. Um, but interestingly enough, he—they've really upgraded the look of the character. Um, there have only been these three sets that have Wicket, which I—I I thought was interesting. That all three sets have a different version of Wicket. Mm-hmm. So his
1: face is awesome on this one because yeah. it's all painted, like his fur, and they like really detailed the fur on his chest and like everything else like that. Because they—they call him the tan face paint pattern. That's what they call him.
0: Yeah, the, each each version of him got better until you know, and then the Ewok Village, which um, Ewok Village came out in 2013. 13. So it's it's definitely a newer set. Uh, the minifigs look better. So the best version of Wicket you can get probably is in this set. Um, of course, you have to be willing to spend uh, about 250 dollars to get this set.
1: Yeah, which is 100 dollars less than what I'm, <laughs> what I want to spend on in about a month. On the castle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But to be fair, the the castle, the Disney um, Cinderella castle is about the same cost. Well, maybe not. I don't remember how much the Death Star is, Um, which I did have the Death Star at one point in time. Um, I do not own it anymore. My cousin does, but he has my Death Star. But um, the Ewok village set comes with 17 minifigs, and you get, let's see, you get Chief Chirpa, you get Lagre, you get... Turning to scroll here. Um, you get an Ewok warrior, you get Tebow, you get Wicket. So you get five Ewoks amongst the other characters. You get like the coolest Princess Leia ever, too. It's like my favorite Princess Leia hair.
0: The hair down Princess Leia. Mm -hmm. Yes. The long hair. Um, So it looks like let's see here. I'm trying to think of like what's the best best bet if you're looking if you just want a, a, a Wicket minifig. Um, and you want to get one of these sets, Ewok Village. You're going to get the best one, the best looking wicket, but you, you're going to have to fork out a lot of money. These other sets are, you know, they're out of circulation, so you might have to fork out money as well. But you might be, you might be lucky and find a loose wicket maybe on eBay or something. I don't know what something like that would go for.
1: Well, you can get so the Lego Battle of Endor does look like it's going to be. I mean, you might as well buy the Ewok Village, in my opinion. Um, you can get if it used, it, maybe,
0: for, it looks well, like about 85 bucks.
1: Yeah, but if you're going to want it new, you're going to be paying about anywhere from about 160 to $200. Um, if you don't mind the fact that it's been open, which a lot of LEGO collectors don't, they don't mind that, as long as all the pieces are there and the book is there or whatever, um, you can get it for less than that. Um let me see, like if you were to look for like the Lego, like a Lego Wicket minifig, um, you can get the keychain version, which does not have the tan face pattern for $8.95. Um, you can get just the, you can get the chocolate version <laughs> for
0: $14. I found uh, somebody that's selling the used set for Ewok Attack with the chocolate version, uh, for about eighteen bucks. So, if you want the whole set, you might as well just you know.
1: One well, another option, if you just want the Ewoks from the the Ewok Village, you can pay a hundred nine dollars and get all five Ewoks with their accessories.
0: Oh wow, that's yeah. still a lot of money. But, but um, yeah,
1: there's a another auction for a hundred and three dollars. You can get a Lego Ewok Wicket minifigure that would have come from like the Battle for Endor set for about eighteen dollars. Um, but I think I say just buy the
0: keychain. Keychain, yeah. I th- the thing about the keychains is, um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the fact that it is a keychain. So I would want to, you know, take it apart and take the keychain part off. And they really don't design them that that's that easy to do. Um no. And you can't take the the you know the the parts you know the legs and the body and the head apart like you would with a regular minifig. For me, that's bothersome enough that I would never want. A keychain as a replacement of a minifig, um, but I know people have done it. I have a friend that you know buys the keychains, and he actually gets a soldering iron and takes the keychain part off and pulls the metal out of the center of the character and does the whole thing. But
1: I mean, but why, why? Why does that matter? What? Are we, what else are you going to do with them? Stand them up on a shelf and let them get dusty?
0: Yeah, that's what people do.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> people like to display their stuff. It looks like there's a new keychain that was released that has the tan face pattern Wicket. I just found it. On eBay, for 8.75. Okay. Um. So check your local Lego store. Maybe there's a wicket that's come out that I wasn't aware of. Maybe I'll go look and buy a new one.
0: <laughs> All right. And so that was kind of our our minifig focus for today. We wanted to do that uh, since we had you on this episode, Teresa. Uh, maybe next time we have you on, we'll do Darth Maul.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll see. <laughs> or maybe we'll just let you pick somebody. BB. <laughs> BB. Okay. Um. So the last thing we wanted to do um, is talk about the Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens video game. Um, mm-hmm. it just just came out l- not too long ago, a few weeks ago, um, June twenty eighth. June twenty eighth. Um, it's on pretty much every platform. You know, most of the most of the consoles. It's even on iOS, um, Nintendo three DS. You know, so there's lots of ways that you could play this game. But um I know you have a PlayStation Four, is that how you're playing it? Mm-hmm. Alright, and I'm playing it on Xbox One. I'm sure the the game play is, is very similar since we both have it.
1: Uh yeah, except for I have the deluxe version which came with all kinds of extra stuff. So ha.
0: Okay. Well tell us about and it that. It was
1: only available on PS4.
0: <laughs> what did it come with?
1: Um, let's see. So I got an exclusive Finn figure, minifig. Uh so that was cool. That is very um, cool. Um when I bought it from GameStop, I also got a, like, Sith Infiltrator solo bag. Kind of similar to that X-Wing I was talking about earlier. Right. They get that. Um, but the Deluxe came with, like, this holographic lithograph thing. Um, it came with access. You have to go through the PS network um, but to an exclusive droids pack. Um, you get a year... Subscription for I guess like playing online, um, and the network features, and there was also something else.
0: Well, I think the coolest thing out of everything you just described to me was the fact that you get an exclusive minifig. I did not know they had that for um, the PS4 version, so that's that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, you got an exclusive minifig.
0: Do you know what is different about the the minifig compared to what you would get maybe in a in like the Takadana set? Mm, nope no <laughs> well i'm sure there's something different about him
1: um what was the extra stuff so the deluxe edition included the main game you got a year of the season pass you got an exclusive fin um they don't say what's exclusive about it
0: he's probably got like a different jacket on or something
1: well he's in a stormtrooper outfit
0: oh well that might be it then i don't know if he comes in a stormtrooper outfit in any in any other sets i don't i don't think so so that would be cool
1: and then playstation 4 and playstation 3 players have exclusive downloadable content the droid character pack and the phantom limb level pack which i have access to so yeah
0: so let's talk about the game itself um you know are you a pretty big fan of the lego games in general do you like that type of gameplay
1: Every single one of them. There are a few I'm missing. I do not have Lego Jurassic World, which I need to get. Um, I don't. I also don't have um, Lego Hobbit, which I need to get as well. I've played all the other Lego Star Wars games. I've played Lego Harry Potter. Um, I have played like any Lego game that comes out. I have, including Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, if it's Lego Star- Lego game, I buy it and play it because it's hilarious and funny and the cutscenes are getting better and better and better and better and i love the time the time frame where the games didn't they didn't the characters didn't talk they just were like "Eh, yeah you know but now they actually talk and it's so cool
0: so so it sounds like you really like you know kind of the humor of it and just the idea of it being lego but how about the gameplay itself you know how you have to go around and at least for this game and i and I'm not really remembering the previous. I was a big fan of the original Lego Star Wars game, but it's been long enough since I played it. I don't remember how it compares. Um, but a lot of it's. I wouldn't know. I don't know if you'd call it puzzle solving, but you kind of have to figure out how to get past certain areas. You know, based. You know, you have to figure out what to build where and what character to use. Um, you know, or do you like that kind of gameplay?
1: I do. Um, traditionally in video games, I'm a platform gamer. You know what that means? Yeah. Mario. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm traditionally a platform gamer. I am not a first person shooter. I am not a military tactical gamer. I don't like that kind of stuff. Um, I typically would prefer if games stayed 2D. I mean, I just, it sounds so sad. But because uh, sometimes I get confused like where I am. When I have to go 3D, um, especially when they decide to put me in a plane and make me have to fly, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other that's a whole other issue. Um, but I'm getting pretty good at being able to navigate cameras. You know, I should have by now, but like I still have trouble with like if I'm trying to shoot something and like I'm trying to aim, like when you have to target, like when you go, you push L2 to like target and like move your actual target to to shoot something. Right. If I want it to go up, I push up. Right. I move the stick up when right. you really are moving, supposed to move the stick down. And to me, it's backwards. And so it's super hard or I do it backwards. Any, whichever way it's supposed you're supposed to do it. I always do it backwards. So you got to change your have, control
0: settings. Right. <laughs> you
1: would think I would do that. <laughs> 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 I just play it out. It goes, just and deal you're with mad. it. Yeah. And get mad. Um, But, no, I love the gameplay. I love that you need certain characters to open certain things and to do certain stuff. I love the building with the Lego bricks when they're, like, jumping around and then you build stuff. The only issue I have with this version of the Lego Star Wars games that is not in the others is that you can build three or four different things from the same set of bricks. And it doesn't do a really great job of telling you which one you're supposed to do first. And so sometimes it will highlight in sort of, like, this goldy color, like, that you're supposed to do one or the other, like, where they would end up. And then I don't even realize that, oh, wait, there's an invisible one to the right. Um, yeah. There was one like that in the second chapter of this game where you're trying to escape the finalizer. You, I built the bridge that allows you to go and get a red brick. And then I built the grappling thing, but it couldn't latch on to anything. And they're like, you need to do something. You know, it's like yelling at me. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know what to do. And so I just was like, well, maybe build something else. And so I just randomly moved the L stick to the right. And, oh, lo and behold, it powers up the little lift. And I was like, oh, well, there's that.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same situation right now. And, like, where I'm at in the game, I'm trying to – to figure out what to do next and there's this barrier I have to get past and I built something to the right I built something behind me and I did everything that it told me to do and I know there's somewhere else I'm supposed to build these bricks but I cannot find it. Um, I For me these type of games get frustrating quickly. Um, I've typically am a fan of games where you know it's a pretty straightforward you know you just kind of go through um, you know kill whatever foes are in front of you you know accomplish whatever missions but when it comes to the puzzle solving side of it i get really impatient because i just want to move on to the next area and if i'm if i'm on it for more than five minutes i I really start to get frustrated with it so this type of gaming is something that it's uh it's a bit mentally taxing on me Mm. um and i found that out with this game i like the you know i like the star wars aspect of it i like the lego aspect of it i like the humor everything visually looks awesome and I love unlocking stuff. You know, I like getting past a certain area and how they kind of do that. They do that quick little build and they show you, you know, yeah. like a little senior, um, scenery of like all the, this cool little build. And then they have like everything you unlock drops down. And I love that. Um, but it's the frustration of having to figure out all the little puzzles that is really starting to get to me.
1: Well, the problem that comes along with Lego games is whether you're a completist or not. I luckily am not. <laughs> And I'm glad because if I was a completist, this game to complete it would take me forever. Because it's not just complete like get through every level and like reach the end of the game. That is not considered complete in a Lego game. If you're gonna complete in a Lego game, you have to reach true Jedi in every in every section, which means you connect you collected enough coin bricks. To reach, to have enough money to reach True I Eye, you have to get every single Red Brick. You have to get every single Mini Kit piece. You have to get every single. There's like a whole list of things that you can collect from every, right? Every stage. And the only way to do that is to go back and replay with the characters because, if, like on Jakku, for example, there are areas that only Captain Phasma can open, and there's an area that Chewie can open and stuff. But if you don't have those pieces, then it's not going to. You're yeah. those minifigures. You're not going to be able to to do it, you know.
0: Which is so, which is kind of cool because it, it makes the game. You know, you can be a casual gamer and play through this. You know, just get through the different levels, not worry about finding all the hidden stuff, and kind of just complete the game, complete the story. Um, you know, that's that's a gamer like me. You know, I'm a casual gamer. I like to just complete the story. But then if you're a diehard gamer and you really want to take the time and find all that stuff, you know, it's for them too. So it it goes both ways. Um, you know, it can be appealing to both types of gamers.
1: Right. I mean, and I don't know where you are, but I just got. I haven't had a ton of time to play, um, but I just got to where I'm actually getting to play as Ray, and the Ray theme is starting to play, and that's super exciting. I also want to comment on the fact that the dialogue is taken straight from the movie.
0: Yeah. And I, so
1: I love that it's actually Oscar Isaac, and that it's actually Adam Driver, and that it's actually Daisy Ridley. Like,
0: see, uh, I didn't. I didn't like that. Really? No, not at all because to me I would have loved for them to get those actors to come in and record the voices for the the game.
1: Well, see, I would have ideally loved that too, it but it seems like a how, cop out. But they're not going to it's impossible for right, them to so do that.
0: That I would have preferred if you can't get the originals back. Although, you know what, I don't think it's that impossible for certain ones. Um, I doubt they would have gotten Harrison Ford or Carrie Fisher to come in and do it, but they could have gotten um, Daisy Ridley they could have gotten John Boyega we'll
1: see but I don't I, with their filming schedule you never know
0: maybe and you that's know? true. and too. like
1: and also trying to get this out I, I just don't think that that was a possibility but I mean we've seen that before like in Lego Star Wars the Clone Wars for example um, the cast of the Clone Wars did the voices um, you see that in a lot of the Lego games actually where they come in and it's not just um um dialogue from the film I think that there was probably a time crunch and so they used the dialogue from the film so that they could get the game out
0: yeah it's Um, just very obvious like as I'm playing through it like you hear the line and for people like us who have seen the movie you know a lot um it just sticks out like a sore thumb like oh they just lifted that audio and the audio from the movie is in a serious movie so it's not necessarily a comedic tone uh, which so you have the Lego stuff, which is very comedic, but then you hear the line from the movie, which is serious. I don't know. I just felt like it didn't match. It really stuck out to me.
1: Oh, see, I, I, it stuck out to me, but to me in a positive way. Huh. Um, I actually loved it. But they, it does say in the write up on GameStop.com that Harrison Ford was actually brought into voice lines like referencing Wookiee cookies and like some other things. So. They did bring them in, it looks like, because they also said something about that there is voice work from Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, John Boyga and Adam Driver, um, in addition to the actual lines from the film. So they did get them
0: to come in and do some lines.
1: There was some stuff in there. And
0: and I'm looking forward to coming across uh, some of that original stuff. Most of what I've played through, at least on the, the Force Awakens stuff, I mean, the game starts out, you're actually playing through the end of return of the jedi and i think all of that was original or not it wasn't lifted from return of the jedi i think most of that was no a lot of that was, was original was new stuff oh you think yeah. it was
1: i think it was original content original that they for, for, the, game. Game. for yeah. the
0: game yeah so but once you hit jakku that's when it starts to become obvious that the lines are getting lifted from the movie but um that is cool to know that they did you know record some lines but um yeah so overall I you know I'm enjoying the game kind of like I said you know there are elements like the puzzle elements and stuff that are kind of slowing me down definitely don't recommend handing it to your four-year-old my son has been trying to play it and it's way too complicated for him to figure no, out these are um, too
1: complicated for young yeah. for young kids
0: Disney Infinity maybe for for him for now on but um yeah it's it's definitely um you know it's something I'm going to stick with I want to play through the whole story but it, it's been a bit uh, of a task for me you know f- to get through some of the stuff
1: yeah and that's a good one to just play like episode by episode or chapter by chapter kind of and take that break
0: right so but it sounds like you, you you really like it oh yeah all
1: right i mean release a lego game you've got me
0: I'm great s- i'm a sucker <laughs> Cool. So. well i definitely wanted to have you on um to talk about this game because i know you were playing it and that you you know you typically enjoy lego games um, oh so i do I'll, i mean
1: i'm a sucker i have lego dimensions and i'm like buying every single piece of lego dimensions now so.
0: now now that they canceled <laughs> disney infinity i might be moving over to lego dimensions myself
1: well you know what with the cancellation of 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 star wars with disney infinity i would expect to see uh star wars, star, wars star wars showing up yeah
0: that would be the deal breaker for me if they if they start getting star wars characters so but um yeah so thanks so much for joining me i know uh you know, It was kind of a short notice thing, and you know, but I'm really happy that you were able to come on, talk some Lego with me, and uh, we definitely want to have you come back on again.
1: Oh, I'd love to. Anytime.
0: All right, so I think we're good to wrap up. Um, as usual, you can leave us a review on iTunes. If you enjoy our show and you haven't left us a review yet, we'd uh, really love for you to head over to iTunes, leave us a nice five-star review. We have already gotten a few from you guys, so we really appreciate that. Uh, we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Star Scavengers, Twitter at Star Scavengers. You can send us an email, star scavengers at gmail.com. And you can always find us on our website. That's where all of our episodes are uh, www.starscavengers.com. And until next time, may the force be with you.